everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are getting ready for June. We've got some fun movies coming in June. We're going to be previewing them today on Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and maybe a bonus <laughs> that we'll talk about. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Anne is here. Hey, everybody. Hi, and Aloha. <laughs> yes, we have a special guest today. Well, a fellow podcaster, Camille from Hallmark Heartbeats is here. And Camille, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for letting me join you guys. Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got started watching Hallmark movies. Oh, God. Um, aloha. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like aloha. that's a great beginning, especially considering the next Next month's movie start have two in Hawaii. Um, my name is Camille. I am a host of Hallmark Heartbeats podcast. Um, that podcast has been going on now for a little over a year. Um, just like Hallmarkies podcast, I also do interviews and some movie reviews and stuff. Um, I live in Hawaii, so I'm a you know a paradise girl <laughs> and. Outside of, I've been a fan of Hallmark probably since 2018. I was just scrolling through the channels and happened to land on Hallmark Channel. I think the first movie that I remember watching was Tyler Hines and Taylor Cole movie. Mm. Falling Falling for You or something? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And... Let's just say that um, I'm Tyler Hines obsessed, so yeah. <laughs> it started my obsession with the man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that was, it, it just happened to, I just happened to flip the, on the channels and, you know, landed on that movie and spent a very, it like pretty much uh, watched, binge watched, Hallmark movies for a while and stuff until finally pandemic happened and I was like, oh, I like the movies, so let's do a podcast about it. <laughs> and you had already done a podcast before on The Resident, yes. correct? I had ho- um, I host about another podcast and it's uh, called The Resident Room Breakers. It's about the Fox Medical Show called The Resident, and um, we're kind of on on a break right now. We haven't been podcasting in a couple months because my co-host wasn't feeling well Mm. but um yes we have talked we've been doing that for about two and a half years um we've talked to several of the stars of the resident on that podcast as well so yeah it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun how'd you get interested in the idea of doing a podcast did you listen to podcasts uh no actually my co-host kayla she was like she um she used to write reviews of the resident for a website and then she got sick she had um she couldn't keep up with the deadlines anymore so she was like i want to start a podcast it would be you know so it would be more like um fluid with the deadlines she she could work whatever she wants to or whatever and still you know do the reviews of the resident and so she came on my facebook group for the resident and was like hey look i'm thinking of starting a podcast who wants to join me or whatever and i was like i'm interested that sounds cool (laughs) and so Right then and there, we just like started like that weekend. And I remember the very first time that we recorded, it was weird hearing myself for the first time again. And I, and I had to take notes of like, okay, I have to, you know, be careful with the pacing and make sure not to speak over each other and stuff like that, you know? So... Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun. This was like, you know, two, two, two and a half years ago. And now we've been doing it for a while. And so it's like, we got our own mm-hmm. jam, I guess. 
When I first started, the very first thing that I podcast was about the uh, was covering the Star Wars movies, but before the uh, before Force the Force Awakens had uh, premiered, so that year, and we just did a Google Hangout, a live Google Hangout, so there was no editing, there was no, <laughs> and it is pretty rough, but I'm still proud of them because you got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um. I'm a huge Star Wars fan too, so oh, I yeah. would like to listen to that. <laughs> now I'll send you the playlist. It's still up. <laughs> I I don't I don't take down anything because it's all part of the the. Uh, I know some YouTubers that take down their early stuff or or their early episodes. I I don't. It's all part of the journey. And so. I remember right. the very first interview that me and Kayla did on the resident. We were talking to um, a guest star of the show. There was um. Uh, about the episode where they talked about black maternal death rates um and one of the guy i remember <laughs> it was weird because i i did the the camera was facing out oh did we lose you i didn't know until oh, there we midway go. through the camera that my nobody could see me <laughs> it was mm. facing out so I had to like invert the camera on my phone and then finally they're like oh now we see you <laughs> I'm like oh my god how embarrassing oh no <laughs> <laughs> but luckily it was all audio yeah. so nobody, it, nobody saw that at all it was just the mm-hmm. three of us <laughs> so. which, which island do you live on? Oahu okay I've been yeah. to it. I haven't been since 2011, but I, I love it there. I love Oahu. Yeah. It's the best. Hallmark seems to be doing a lot of uh, movies now over here. Mm-hmm. Mm. The North Shore. Oh, my favorite. Uh, they have... Um, Lacey cool. just announced that they're doing one now, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Well, and... How, we haven't had you on for a bit. Uh, how do you think that, what do you think of Hallmark so far, 2022? Do you think they've had a pretty good, uh, pretty good 2022 or eh, not so good? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we um, only have a couple of movies to preview. So <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's been that good. Um, mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. Like when I was looking at my ranking, I was like, only like a, the top few of these are like actually good. Everything mm-hmm. else is kind of like, eh, you know, or just really bad um, mm-hmm. or just kind of very average. Um, and so, and I hate to say that. I don't want to say that. Um, I really yeah. hope that this, this group of movies is going to be better um, than the, what we've had the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought they had a, the, the movies have been so, so, we, we, we've hit highs. I, I believe we've hit some really good highs, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I, I, I think that One Last Kiss and The Presence of Love, those are the two that I thought were exceptional this year. Everything but, else <laughs> has been, like, okay to not great <laughs> for me. Yeah. yeah. But I did so. like um, Rip and Time. Rip and Time was good. Yeah, I mean, I should add that I have not, at this point in time, I've only watched one movie from May. I am behind (laughs) the recording of this episode, so I can't really comment on May. I love, um, you know, Now Matter is a great actor, and he's Mm -hmm. so, it's kind of hilarious watching him, though, like, speak in such an old English format kind of thing, because it's not normal. (laughs) Right. Even. I look forward to watching that one. I haven't seen it just yet. Yeah. But it's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. So far, the Hallmark movies have been, I don't know, not that good, in my opinion. It's just one kiss. um, I don't know why I keep saying one last kiss. It's just one kiss. (laughs) I don't know why I keep saying that name wrong. But I do think that's one of the best ones, non-Christmas, they've ever made. That one was excellent. That one's very good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would feel confident uh, showing that to well, really the presence of love and just one kiss. I would feel confident showing that to non-Hallmark people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they were both really solid. Yeah. 
I know what you mean. <laughs> Non-homework. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, I guess let's dive in talking about the June movies. Uh, They've gotten rid of June Brides, and now it's uh, all just summer nights. Um, and we have what, one, two, three, four, four movies, and then one on movies and mysteries, and then we have a bonus that we're going to talk about. I All feel right. like uh, they should call this like destination, June yeah. destinations, because most yeah. a lot of these movies are set in like you know, Hawaii, which the summer. Summer nights used to be in August, and that's when they would do the destination. Like they had the two Fiji movies, they had the Africa movie, mm-hmm. the kind of a thing. But they decided to get rid of brides, <laughs> and uh, and then move summer up. I don't know what they even. I can't remember what they called August movies last year. It was just Summer Nights Part Two. Oh, yeah. Part Two. Okay. Which is I'll what I imagine they're going to do again this year. <laughs> Okay, our first, uh, oh, we should say that we are, you give it one to five seashells. Oh, seashells, okay. Seashells, okay. (laughs) In your excitement, how good do you think it's going to be? Okay. Uh, All right, the first one's called Hidden Gems, and this is on the 4th of June, Hunter King and Bo Murchoff. I couldn't find the IMDb on this, um, and so I couldn't find the crew, the writers, directors, everything, but it's. While prepping for her sister's wedding, Addie loses her grandmother's ring in the waters of Hawaii. She hires dive instructor Jack to search for her lost treasure. They immediately clash with each other when Addie insists she go on the pursuit with Jack. Once they come to an agreement, Jack ends up serving as Addie's tour guide of the island's hidden gems. And I have to say, the poster for this movie (laughs) is... So bad. I mean, I guess it's at least it's not a tiny people poster like they were doing last year, but uh, it it's uh, it's just like completely fake water, and then they have the two of them in full wetsuits up to their neck, <laughs> which I just think only Hallmark would have, even because most most movies, if you're gonna have a tropical setting, you have a, you know a girl in a bikini kind of thing, mm-hmm. but in uh, Hallmark they don't do that. They they've got to have the full wetsuit on. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that's pretty fun. It looks pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> but okay, call, call me crazy. I'm just gonna put this out there as like a person from Hawaii. Um, the whole head. I, I, I am terrified. Whenever they do any kind of these movies where they're like hidden, hidden gems or waterfall, magical waterfall or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. There will be tourists coming here looking for these things. And, yeah. just, and us locals are going to be like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> you mean everybody's not out there with the with their uh, metal detector things? Oh, God. They're, they're, it's already they're Waikiki, middle of the night. There's already metal detectors, people <laughs> on the beach. But Waikiki but, is you know, always you know what I mean? super crowded. Ever. Every there time are I've these crazies who watch movies set in Hawaii or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who will come and be like, oh, let's go. I want to go see where this was filmed. And I want to go see where this was filmed. That kind of thing. And we're like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to so. say, when I first moved to Hawaii, I was like, I, um, this was like, I was a fan of Baywatch Hawaii. 
Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, I need to go see lifeguards. And my dad was like, honey, it's not like the show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. how did you end up getting to Hawaii? So you weren't raised there. No, I lived, I moved here in 2002. Okay. But so how'd you end up, why'd you end up there? My dad was um, in the military. He got stationed here. Oh. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen anything with Hunter King or Bo Murchoff. I don't know if either of you are familiar with that. I remember Hunter from um, Young and the Restless. She mm. played like one of the, I think, Phyllis and Nick's daughter, Summer, I think. This was mm. a while ago, but. Yeah, she was on Young and the Restless. I've never heard of Bo Murchoff. Have Bo, you heard of either of these, Anne? Yeah, Bo was... Um, I didn't end up watching all of it, but I watched like the first couple seasons. Um, he was actually on Awkward with Nikki DeLoach. Oh. Um, he was like the male, like, you know, love interest lead kind of person on there. Um, or one of them. It was a love triangle thing going on. Um, and then he just left. He was been on Good Trouble on Freeform for the three seasons and he just um he just left that show um okay so I, I like him i think he does a good job um and i was surprised i was like oh my gosh he's gonna be in a hallmark movie um i don't know i just wouldn't have pictured him doing it but i think i think he could be a good fit cool yeah he looks pretty good it looks pretty dreamy mm-hmm. uh you know and I, this I, I always give a certain degree of of a latitude i guess to these movies because i just love looking at hawaii and the beach Mm, and yeah i live in this landlocked state (laughs) (laughs) i miss the ocean so much and both of you live near the oceans i'm so jealous oh yeah i know now i do it's it's weird (laughs) yeah um so the plot sounds fairly basic but it'll come down to chemistry i think Jill yeah. and Christopher movie. Probably yeah, but that one had like the like treasure hunting element, whereas this is like like they were following clues in the in the journal and everything like that was kind of whereas this is just looking for her ring. Yeah. But you know if it was just the grandmother's ring, why is he looking at all the other hidden gems of the island? <laughs> yeah. It's just as he uh yeah, once they come to an agreement, Jack ends up serving as Addie's tour guide to the mm. island's hidden gems. <laughs> you know, how is that going to happen? You know? <laughs> no, I think, I think this sounds like it could be. It, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know the writer. So we're kind of like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it sounds like it could be cute. Yeah. Um, I, I'll give it. I'll be generous um, and give it four seashells. What do you think, Camille? Me? Of like how excited you are. One, one to five. Two. <laughs> two? I'm sorry. Okay. It's just, I don't know. Um, the, the actor, I, the actors have not, I've not, I've, I've never seen their work really. And mm-hmm. um, we don't know. Out of the two Hawaiian movies, this is the one that I'm least um, excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I should deduct a point for the poster. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, the poster was how just terrible the poster was. Too. It was really bad. But, uh, Anne, what about you? Um, I would say three and a half seashells. <laughs> That's good. Half a seashell. All right. So then we have Kirby and Summer. It's on the 11th. And it's Heather Hemmons and Sir Darius Blaine. I hope I'm saying that name correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Writers Kelly Bowie, who wrote Bottled with Love. So that should interest you, Anne. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. That movie was great. <laughs> and director Stephen Monroe. And it's Jade, a morning news producer, is forced to take a vacation after an embarrassing gaffe during a live broadcast. She arrives to a relaxing Caribbean resort, but Jade's trip gets off to a rocky start thanks to a snafu involving the house she rented for her stay. Serendipitously, Jade manages to turn things around and begins a romantic Caribbean adventure with the legitimate owner of the house, a mysterious man named Ford. As Jade slowly lets her guard down and welcomes all that the island, uh, all that the island has, its people, and her handsome host have to offer, 
her heart and job come into direct conflict when she finds out the true backstory of the man she's been falling for, and it's a career-defining scoop. Mm. This... Why are they, like, keeping... I, I feel like... They're not telling you anything. <laughs> yeah, they're I just mean, kind of vaguely describing everything. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I mean, like, can we at least get get one solid answer? Like, <laughs> what is the snafu about her house? <laughs> yeah. I mean, may I be so cursed that my employer, after I make an embarrassing gaffe on live television, forces me to go on a Caribbean vacation? <laughs> Yeah, like I will purposely do something if someone will, you know, make me go on vacation. I will purposely embarrass myself. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, like, can I have that job? Yeah. What did she do on live television that got her a vac- paid vacation? In yeah. I am a little over the whole kind of conflict of we live different places. We can't, therefore we can't mm. be in love. Like, uh, I'm just, I feel like. That's such an easily solvable conflict that it just makes yeah. me bored. I feel like it's the 21st century. Long distance relationships can work. We can we not yeah. have Zoom. We not have like you know video yeah. calls or whatever. So, I mean, it's like why I, I I talked about this actually last year in one of my first podcasts about Hallmark about how like Hallmark has a had a, a hated. <laughs> Long distance relationships. Like the, one of the people have to move, and I'm sitting there going, "Like, how? Like, there's nothing wrong. With a long distance relationship, especially if like they just met, right?" And I mean, I there's no human being that hates moving more than me. I I just dread it. But if I met the man uh, of my dreams, especially in the Caribbean, and it was like. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, bye. I'm moving. <laughs> what? I know. Right? I, and you just moved, so you can speak to this. Yeah, I, I did. It was like they were, you know, it's like you got to move to California for this job. It's like, okay, we got to go. So you yeah, know, <laughs> I just had to do it. Yeah. Uh, so there's some kind of rocky uh, start that, thanks to a snafu involving the house. So it sounds like that somehow, because they say that the adventure with the legitimate owner. So it sounds like there's a an illegitimate owner that maybe mm. she was working with somebody and it turns out it's not actually his house or yeah, something like that. Okay. I don't, okay. Or, yeah. Why would they say the legitimate owner? Yeah, that's, that's true. There has to be a fake owner somewhere <laughs> that she's working mm. with. And then she probably gets there and sees he's there. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like Christmas getaway. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, one winter yeah, weekend. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. It's like maybe, it's a, like maybe she got double booked with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or like, what's that? Um, Victor Webster and... Um, yeah, Hillary. Oh, Summer Villa. movie. That's a good one. Where, like, his sister told her to go to the cabin or whatever, so keep us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the the summary describe the summary writer went overboard on this one. A mysterious man named Ford. I just wish they were they would have like been less vague. <laughs> I don't know, they told quite a bit. I'm actually, I'm fine with it, but uh, the, uh, the it's just kind of very poetic, uh, the way it's described. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Serendipitously, yeah. just to turn things around. <laughs> I mean, it makes it sound like it is the worst things. She turns things around from having to go to the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. I'd be so cursed. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Heather Hemmings is lovely. I think, uh, excited to have her part of the Hallmark family officially. I um, love her in last year's Christmas movie with, um, Duke McFarlane. Yeah, that one was excellent. It was very well written. Um, yeah. and this, her co-star, Sir Darius, I've never heard of him. He's new. Yeah, I've never heard of him either. He's very, he's very handsome, so... Um, 
I guess he's been in some movies. He was in um, Jumanji. Both the Jumanji movies. That's cool. That's interesting. Um, okay, so what do you think? Uh, how many seashells will you give it, Anne? Oh, I'm really excited. I love Heather. Um, Sir Darius, he was in um, the show that I love that they canceled, um, The Big Leap. I love that show so much. And he was in, he had a big part. Um, and I like oh. him. So I really hope they have great chemistry. Um, and this, this summary sounds so interesting. I just, I really want to know, like, what's this embarrassing thing? And, you know, mm-hmm. what's this, you know, career defining scoop and, you know, all this stuff. I really want to know. Yeah. I'm going to say 4.5 seashells. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. And I love Bottle with Love is my, like my favorite movie ever. So uh, that writing makes me excited that that's the writer. So yeah, uh, we aren't getting any trailers of <laughs> set your DVRs now. They <laughs> do with Bottle with Love. <laughs> I too am excited um, about this movie. I love, um, I'm a Heather fan. You know, she's such a great actress and I'm so glad that she signed a deal with Hallmark. So she's staying more movies to come from her. Um, so Darius, I've never heard of him before, but he is cut. He is cute. So, you know, um, so, and also Caribbean. I, I want, you know, is this Jamaica or is it like where in the Caribbean is this? But, um, you know, uh, when I think Caribbean, I think how Stella got her group back. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, how many will you give? No, it's not Hallmark, but I mean that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give this four seashells. I'm excited about this one. I um, I want to know, like yeah. you guys were saying earlier, I want to know what she did that got her a vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I agree. Right I think it, I give it four as well. All right. Then we have Mariah's uh, Mariah's Lighthouse, and this is Rochelle Lefevre and Luke McFarlane. Sorry, yeah. I'm probably butchering butchering your name. Um, director Stefan Scaini and writers Paul Campbell and Terrence Cunningham. Ah, Paul, love you. Yes, <laughs> it's based on the book series by Serena Miller. Mar- Mariah is a woodworking artisan living in French in a French seaside town who dreams of restoring the local lighthouse. When Ben, an American architect, comes to town, it seems as though her dreams will never become a reality after she learns he's there to give the lighthouse a makeover. But for another buyer. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so scandalous. Okay. <laughs> a lighthouse is a lighthouse. So, like, well, how much makeover can you get? It's still going to be a lighthouse, right? Right. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I think, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that's Rochelle Lefebvre. I think, is she on... Um, Twilight. Yeah, Twilight's oh, the only thing I can think of, yeah. yeah she it's was like, on I know Twilight I recognize her. Victoria yeah. in the um, second movie. In the later movies, there was another actress, Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. So she was in the original and then in New Moon. Uh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think she'd probably have good chemistry with Luke. I'm uh, so excited. I get to see Luke. I love Luke. I'm a huge Luke fan. <laughs> yeah, he's fun. Um, the plot sounds kind of in. Eh. I'm not that excited about this plot, but I don't know. What do you think, Anne? Um, I think it sounds like it could be good. The plot does sound a little bit boring. Um, I'm not big Luke's biggest fan, but I can see him as like a woodworking type. I think he could fit that uh, really well. Um, and um, yeah, it's is it set in France? Yeah, it says a French seaside town. Okay, yeah. So that sounds really like that could be really pretty. Um, so yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'd probably give it three seashells. Yeah, I think excitement. I'm three, two as well. What do you think, Camille? What will you give it? Ugh. I love, okay, so I love Luke. I love Paul. I'm excited. And Paul has written like gems, you know, so far. But um, I don't know about this one. I have 
since last year's movie with Chad Michael Murray and Ali Bachata or whatever, I have been iffy about seaside resort movies. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was excited about that one because of their names. So then, like, I got bored and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, this is the most boring movie. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, Chad Michael Murray know. has been phoning it in in these movies for a while. It's been a long time since he's been in one that was good, in my yeah. opinion. But um, I would I would say three. I'm I'm excited because of the names attached to it, but I'm reserved. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that T-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So then the last one for Hallmark Channel is Two Tickets to Paradise. This is Ashley Williams, Ryan Pavey, and Mary Margaret Humes, director Dustin Reichert, writers Tracy Andreen, and Kevin Kevin Taft. Two strangers meet on what feels like the worst day of their lives. Hannah and Josh have both been stood up at the altar. While shocked and devastated, they happen to meet at the park, which turns out to be the morale boost they need to commit to taking their honeymoon vacations. They realize they are going to the same honeymoon resort and keep crossing paths in tropical paradise. Seeing the futility of fighting fate, Hannah and Josh eventually join forces and help learn from one another to enjoy their vacations. Okay, I love this movie already. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love this movie already. I mean, I love Tracy Andreen. She she is such a great writer, so that uh, Mm -hmm. increases my enthusiasm. I'm not convinced about this pairing. As much as I, I really enjoy both of them, I don't know. I feel it feels like a weird mix to me. Yeah. The two of them, I don't, I don't know if they'll have chemistry. For some reason, I just, I don't know. And I, we haven't seen a trailer, so maybe I'll see the trailer and be like, oh my gosh, they're so great together. But that's my only hesitancy on this one. Is I just don't, I don't feel like he's, he's I usually. Kind of, I'm he, not that big of a Ryan fan. I feel like he's kind of stiff, and. Yeah. Um, sometimes he's like when his acting is very stiff with um, Ashley she's more like alive kind of thing so I'm hoping I like you I'm sort of like iffy about the pairing but also at the same time I hope that Ashley kind of like pulls something out of Ryan that I haven't seen yet because I think Ryan is best when he's playing basically Darcy uh, when he's kind of the rich white guy. Yeah, basically. Or when the character is stiff. I mean, Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does a good job with that. Like yeah. he he just good in in like the Darcy Darcy movies, playing somebody royal. Like the time, basically like the timeless Christmas. That was a perfect casting for him. Yeah. yeah. Kind of old fashioned, and I think that's where his strength and some in Ashley, her strength is kind of free spirited and yeah. and uh, energetic and sweet. It just feels. Very opposite. Yeah. Very, very opposite. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why I'm excited about it because I want to see I feel like based on the plot line, this movie suits more Ashley's acting Mm -hmm. and more of her the characters that she plays for Hallmark than Mm -hmm. does um, Ryan. But I also want to see if Ryan... You know, if Ashley can pull something out of Ryan, I'm like, because, like I said, like I, like you said, he's very, um, I, how do I say this? Monotonous. And like, I just think he's best at like Darcy. I really think that's yeah, his, very his, his cream. And stiff. Um, so, but I, like I said, Tracy Andreen is a very good writer. So if anyone can pull, mm. if anyone can pull it off, it's her. 
Yeah. Uh, so that kind of gives me hope. Um, I'm going to give it a three, uh, but uh, I hope it'll be a pleasant surprise. I don't know. What do you think, uh, Anne? Uh, yeah, I just, it, it could be a disaster mm-hmm. or it could be great. I want it to be great. Like you said, Camille, I want Ashley and him to like have something that we haven't seen with him and, you know, so with someone else, I want that to happen. I just, I can't picture it in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say three uh, seashells. Yeah. This is Do the movie that I was excited to see once it was announced and I have been following them, um, you know, when they were filming it or whatever. And um, I, I'm excited about this. I like, um, I like both Ash, I like Ashley a lot and I like Ryan too, but um, I'd give this maybe a three and a half or four. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love, I, I, I love this. I just love the plot line, mm-hmm. but I am yeah. like you, I, I hope that Ashley pulls something out of Ryan. I do. Mm-hmm. I really hope he, like we get to see a new side of Ryan in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I think the closest we got to sort of a new side of him might've been the, um, the don't break up one, the, the oh, boot camp. Yeah. Breaking my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, next we have Color My World with Love. And this is on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries on the 12th. Lily D. Moore, Eric Durance, Benjamin Ayers, and David DeSenkis. And it's Kendall is a talented artist with Down syndrome who, thanks to the support of her mother and grandmother, Bev, is happy and thriving. Her life takes an exciting turn when she meets Brad in a cooking class at the local center for diverse learners and romance blooms. Emma has spent the last 22 years trying to protect her daughter and has reservations about this new relationship, especially when it quickly moves in a serious direction with the help of Nick, a longtime family friend of Brad's Emma slowly accepts that Kendall is ready to, to and should live her own life. So my only concern about this movie, it sounds very sweet. I'm looking forward to it. I have not been the biggest fan of Erica Durant in these movies. And particularly when she, in the Brennan Elliott, Allison Sweeney movie at Christmas, I forget what it was called when she was the overprotective mom. I thought she was really bad in that movie. I thought she was really cringe. And like the way she was treating her 14 year old son about like perfectly reasonable things like not wanting to get his picture taken with Santa was just <laughs> too much. She was just unhinged to me. I, I thought she was very annoying in that movie. And I thought she was cr- kind of crazy in the North, the home movie. I just, I found her, I, she's just not, I liked her in Smallville, but for some reason, these Hallmark movies, she's just really not working for me so far. And so that's my only concern. Her playing the overprotective mother again in this. I'm like, I don't know. But. Uh, um, you and I have totally different point of views of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I opened my Christmas. She stole the movie for me because I found <laughs> Allison and Brennan boring. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I thought she was just insufferable in it. I did not like it at all. And. And actually, she was the one that was uh, having the baby in North Home, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, okay. She was still insufferable. I still didn't like her. And I don't know. I just don't like her playing this overprotective mom. She grates on my nerves. And so that's my concern about... Wasn't she the older sister, though, in North Home? So I feel like that whole... The fact that she was the older sister and her the parents had died on average day and like, all the pressure was on her, I felt... I thought, like, yeah, she, there was a reason. <laughs> I, I guess. guess. I don't know. She annoyed me. <laughs> and, um, but especially, I just did not like her in that, that Brendan Elliott movie. I thought she was just, I was like, your son seems perfectly normal. Why are you behaving this way? Like, you are just out of control. And um, so I'm a little nervous about that element of this movie. I think she could be very annoying. Uh, but it sounds really cute, except for that. Um what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Anne? 
Um, well, I'm excited that they're doing this movie. Um, you know, something that they haven't done, a uh, different kind of diversity they haven't, you know, done before. And um, Lily D. Moore is Paxton's sister in Never Have I Ever, and she, I really enjoy her in that show. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think she does a great job. So I'm so glad that she got this job and that she's the lead in this movie. Um, so I hope it'll be good writing and a good story for her to be able to do. And I, I was worried before. I now that you're saying this, I remember you telling me this, Rachel. Um, but I was worried before. I was like, this just sounds like they're going to go way over protective mother and it's going to drive me crazy. But if yeah. she's already been there, then I'm like even more worried now that it's going to be insufferable. <laughs> Did you see that you didn't see the opening Christmas? I, I didn't even watch it because y'all were saying like you didn't like it. And there's so many things to watch at Christmas. Yeah. I was like, all right, one less thing for me to watch. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you, uh, you know, I'm not going to waste my time when most of y'all didn't like it. So, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited, but I'm definitely like, uh, I'm kind of worried that she's going to just bring down the movie, possibly just by being so overprotective that it just brings the whole movie kind of down. Um, but I hope it'll be really good and just meaningful and sweet and, you know, something different we haven't seen, which I'm glad to see. Um, so I guess uh, I would say 3.5 seashells. Yeah, I think that's a good score. I agree. I think I'd give it that. I mean, hopefully it won't be too, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes you can get with, you can have, these can end up feeling like a disability of the week, you know, kind mm, yeah. of mm-hmm. inspirational. After school special, yeah. It'll be yeah. sort of cringe. That's that's my own, uh, uh, I'm a little bit worried about that, but hopefully they'll do a good job. Uh, what do you think, Camille? Probably the movie that's going to take me out of my break <laughs> like i'm gonna do this movie um in june but uh i have i'm excited about this movie for several reasons one um i'm disabled i growing up there has harder was not that many stories of this disabled community finding love um so I'm excited that, you know, there's this. Uh, I hope and pray, though, that Lily and, um, sorry, the other guy. David. David that, that their character's concentration is not just they have Down syndrome, but more like, oh, they, they, can, they do this, they do this, they do this. And they have Down syndrome because a lot of times when it comes to the disabled community, um, their storyline is concentrated on just their disability. Like for example, um, Christmas Journey with Nick Sanchez. A lot of Marcus, Marcus's character was his storyline was just that he had autism, you know. And I'm sitting there going like, what? But I wish that we could see more of Marcus and, you know, his life and stuff like that. That is not just he's autistic. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you, did you see, Um, did you ever see the Peanut Butter Falcon? No, I haven't. That's really good. It was a movie from a couple of years ago. Feature film, not not TV movie, but um, it's, a, it's really good. It's got Shia LaBeouf and um, I can't think of the, there's an actor with Down syndrome. I can't think of his name. Um, but anyway, it's a kind of a road trip movie between the two of them. It's very well done. I, I, I've, I highly recommend it. But yeah, it definitely can have a feeling of like they can sort of portray the person with a disability as like the most special person in the world, you know, and then that yeah. can feel patronizing. I mean, it's just but it's a reality, tricky we're just people thing. like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, I, 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 um, I. I like Erica. <laughs> I, I'm also I. I would love to t- get the chance to talk to Lily or David, um, just to because I got the chance to talk to Nick with last year. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. I would love to get a chance to talk to Nick, um, Lily or David. Did you but ever yeah, watch? I, I, this um... movie is just one thing that to me I am. I'm most excited for it because, yeah, this is. Um, I'm did cry. you um, ever get to watch Christmas Ever After with Ali Stroker? I did last yeah. year. 
That one yeah. was so good. It was so good. Yeah. That one, I, I, I like that to, one. Uh, Ali's um, co-star, but I didn't get a oh, chance yeah. to talk to him about that movie. I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah, we um, we did that for one of our watch-alongs with the director, Pat Kiley. Um, we got to talk about it with with him, and yeah. that one's a really it's it's a really good way, a good one. And and the disability is not a thing. It's just she's yeah. just a person, and, mm-hmm. as it yeah. should be. Of course. Um, so, yeah, I think three and a half is a good uh, score for this. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad they're making it. I just have a few little worries, but hopefully yeah, it, we, it won't be. We have hopes for this movie yeah. to be good. <laughs> yeah. All right. The last movie I wanted to talk about is not on Hallmark Channel. <laughs> it's on HBO Max. And it is, we got a surprise, at least it was a surprise to me, trailer this month for a Father of the Bride remake that is going straight to HBO Max uh, on June 16th. And we have, me and Marissa Serafini have already done a podcast ranking the, uh, there's actually been four Father of the Bride movies already. We had two with Elizabeth Taylor and Spencer Tracy in the um, 40s and two with, of course, Steve Martin and Kimberly Williams and Paisley. And uh, so this is now another remake. But as far as I can tell, nobody from these from the Nancy Myers era are involved with this remake at all. They're, none of them have been p- posting about it on social media or anything like that. Hmm. So I think it's just a, a regular remake. And it's got Andy Garcia, Gloria Stefan, Adria Arona, and Isabella Merced, directed by Gaz Alarakai. And written by Matt Lopez, and it's a father's coming to grips with his daughter's upcoming wedding through the prism of multiple relationships within a big, sprawling Cuban-American clan. So, I don't know, Anne, did you have a chance to watch this trailer? I, I haven't seen it. I oh, know, okay. I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> well, what do you think of the idea of a Father of the Bride remake? You know, I am all about, you know, doing, uh, you know, as a person of color, I'm all about them doing like movies that were totally white and like remaking it with like some people mm-hmm. who aren't white. <laughs> so I think it, the idea sounds really fun. Um, and I, I have HBO Max, so um, I, you know, I'll watch it and I hope it's really good. Um, I remember I saw an, or Rachel, you were talking about how hot Andy Garcia is. <laughs> um and for a man of his age, he is—he's uh, a handsome man. Um, and so, you know, that's another just another reason yeah. to tune in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I look. Forward, I need to watch the trailer. He's sixty-six, and okay. he was so swoonworthy in book club and in Mamma Mia too. He had like that, <laughs> <laughs> that double hit that year, uh, and uh, so that's when I fell in love with Andy Garcia. Uh, I'm a little concerned. Well, I'm a little concerned because. The fact they're just putting it on HBO Max mm, hmm. makes me a, a little nervous. But then yeah. also, they make clear in the trailer that Andy Garcia and Gloria Stefan are having problems. And they're like hiding the fact that they're getting divorced mm. until after oh, the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really like that because, yeah. because, I don't know, I just like the fact that in the other two versions that I, I just love Diane Keaton and Steve Martin's marriage so much in that movie. Well, I think exactly. Have, I think know? that that's, that's like a big part of like what makes, you know, that's like a big part of like what makes mm-hmm. that movie. So I haven't seen that part. So I didn't know that that's, yeah, that's yeah. concerning to me. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, and they'll probably knowing the kind of movie it is, I'd be surprised if they don't end up making up somehow by the end yeah. of you know the movie or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I I do think that, I mean, because already the Nancy Meyer ones were already a remake. There is something about, about rom-coms that I think work with remakes better than almost any other genre. Because mm. they're always trying to remake horror movies. They're always trying to remake, you know, all these other genres. And it's usually awful. But for some reason, a lot of really great rom-coms are actually remakes. Like mm. You've Got Mail is a remake. Pear mm. Trap remake yeah um uh so i don't know i uh and, and there's a lot that pay like heavy homage that are almost a remake like sleepless in seattle or these kind of things so i i want to be hopeful um 
so I think I'll, I'll, I'll give it three, three seashells. Uh, Camille, did you watch the trailer for this? No, I don't have it? HBO. HBO oh, okay. But um, um, I have seen some of the Father of the Bride movies. The Steve Martin ones. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I love um, those ones. And I'm, I'm a big Andy Garcia and Gloria Estefan fan. Like, you know, 80s millennials mm-hmm. grew up watching them. <laughs> Gloria, you know, doing um, music and the Godfather movies and stuff like that. So I'm kind of excited to hear the cast list. I mean, that mm-hmm. that sounds cool. Yeah. Well, very good. Thank you so much, Camille, for coming on and talking with us. We appreciate it. And uh, you'll have to, if you're listening, let us know what you think. How many, uh, what rating would you give to, to all of these? Which are you we- most excited to watch? <laughs> Which one am I most excited to watch? Yeah, this. Um, um, probably. Um, probably Caribbean Summer is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. What about you, Anne? Mine's actually the same. I'm most excited yeah. about that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you? Color of my world. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. You mm-hmm. said it's gonna take you off your break. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Camille, how can people find you on social media and in your podcast? I am on Instagram, Hallmark Heartbeats, um, on Facebook, Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast, as well as I started a TikTok page. If you guys want to follow that, it's, a, it's also Hallmark Heartbeats. Um, on Twitter, I am Hallmark Heartbeat One. Great. Because Heartbeats was too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and. Uh, what about you? How, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott21. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars for both of our podcasts, for Camille's and for us. We'd sure appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. And we also have our patron group where we have lots of fun activities, got some really fun stuff planned this summer. So please check out the Patreon. We would sure appreciate it. And then we also have the merch store, which has tons of fun Hallmark inspired merch. So take a look at that. And uh, thanks so much, Camille. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk to you all later. Have fun. Bye, everyone. Aloha.